episode 32 of the full-time podcast producer where we are going to talk about what to do when you feel like you need to change something about your show welcome to the full-time podcast producer a show where you can get the best tips tricks and interviews to help you in your podcast journey and enhancing the production of your podcast my name is isaac and i will be your producer today if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me using the links down in the show notes below if you have a question or something you just want to get some feedback on you can connect with me on linkedin or send me an email and we can start a conversation thank you guys so much for coming on today really want to talk to you about this topic because i've noticed it in a lot of the projects that I'm working on and that I've worked on in the past, but it's just become so prevalent recently with the people I'm working with that I, I just wanted to do an episode on it. It is fresh in my mind. We might go a little longer with this one, but I just want to do a deep dive and go over just six valid reasons that I see come up pretty often as to why people feel like they need to make a change with their podcast and what I think the solutions to those causes or those reasons are and where the conversation usually goes whenever they're brought up. Now, this is not a comprehensive or exhaustive list, that's the word, of reasons to make changes with your podcast. But I do want to just start by saying, if you feel like you need to change something about your podcast, acknowledge that. Don't just ignore it. Don't just pretend that it isn't there. Don't just pretend that you are completely satisfied with where things are at, especially if you're a goal-oriented person and you're not really getting closer to the goals that you have for your show, then address it. Acknowledge it. Because that's going to lead to solutions, that's going to lead to conversations, and that's going to lead you to exploring the different things that can really help you level up your podcast. So, with that in mind, let's go ahead and go into this list that I prepared for you guys. If you think that there's anything I'm leaving out, again, feel free to reach out to me, and maybe that's something we can address on an additional episode with this topic. Number one, and I've already talked about it a little bit, but maybe you're not getting the results that you need out of your show. Kind of going back to goals. If you are needing to get to a point with your show where you are connecting with specific people or you are attracting specific people and you're not doing that with the same kind of people that you have as your ideal client or as your ideal networking partner or ideal listener, then maybe it's time to change something about your show. That could be changing what the show's about, maybe the title, maybe some of the content that you make. Maybe you need to expand your niche or maybe you need to hyper-focus in more on your niche. And there could be things that people are, are a bit confused about when it comes to your show. I know I've worked on shows where people are kind of confused about the title and they feel like it needs to be changed, like there needs to be a facelift. That is completely normal. Do not be scared of that fact. If you feel like you have it, then you need to address it. But make sure that whatever change it is that you make is thought out and that it goes in the direction of your goals. Also remember to be patient with yourself. Goals aren't things that you just do overnight. They do take time. So let's say, for example, you have a metrics-related goal. There's an ideal number of listeners that you need to bring in to make this worth your time. Or maybe you have show that has cash flow coming in and you're just not making enough with that show. Well, keep in mind, podcasting is a long-term play. If you've only been podcasting for about three months and you're upset that you're not getting a thousand downloads a month and you have no previous existing audience, 
then don't expect to get to a thousand downloads immediately. It takes time. If you're wanting to be someone that gets to that thousand download point, I see some shows that start with nothing get there very, very quickly. I see some shows that start with a very large pre-existing audience on other platforms and it can take them a year. It can take them more than a year sometimes. And that's part of podcasting. Now, if you go into this expecting to get to that point in three months, then I'll say confidently, you're going to be sorely disappointed. If you make it, I'm going to celebrate with you. I, I will be so happy for you. But it is a long-term play. So if what it is that the podcast is not delivering on is something that's measurable and realistic, except for the fact that you expect to get it immediately, then that's something that you need to keep in mind too. Maybe a change doesn't need to happen. You just need to stay consistent longer, and then you'll start to get those results that you're really looking for. That's the nature of podcasting. That's the nature of really any platform that you can be on. It takes time. So I just want to kind of have that little caveat in there with the first one, because that is a conversation that does come up semi-regularly. Number two, this podcast is not sustainable. I talk to people who feel like the podcast is taking up too much time or it's just taking up too much energy from them and they have so many things going on. Maybe their business is exploding. They don't want to stop the podcast, but something has to give and the podcast seems to be the logical choice as to where some time and energy could be freed up. I know I'm working on a show right now where the host has about five to six segments in each episode. And a lot of these segments are original pieces of work where he sat down, written out the copy after meditating on it for a while, and he knows exactly what it is he wants to convey. But each episode is taking up so much of his time to where it just makes sense to let go of a couple of the segments. As soon as he did that, the rest of the show became extremely sustainable. It also gave him some content with those other segments to put in other places where he was needing some extra content, and it gives him some ideas for future episodes when he wants to just do a big review, but he doesn't have a guest lined up that day. He can just bring out some of these thoughts that he's had from other episodes, and it makes great supplemental or additional content down the road but he just can't deliver on it right now. And making that change to his show was the perfect solution for what he needed to keep it sustainable. So don't be afraid to change things for the sake of continuing to be able to do your show. And we'll talk about some more things that kind of pertain to sustainability, but just remember that there are solutions. Everything is figure outable. If you're just needing to make a pivot with your show and it's really eating up your time, the last thing that I want for any podcaster to experience is resentment of the fact that they have a podcast. And that's usually what happens when you start to feel that it's not sustainable. Burnout pod fade, whatever fancy term you want to use for it. Number three, change in schedule or change of staff. Now, these are two things that come up sometimes, especially if you're not a solo podcaster. You're working around a lot of different schedules. You're sometimes working with multiple hosts that are going to be on the episode at the same time, and you're going to riff together, or you're going to be consultants together and give your two cents on different topics. But if you have a staff change, or if something happens to where the schedule changes for a person, well, that needs to be acknowledged first off. 
you don't really help anyone by pretending that it's not a problem or not a factor. But you also want to make sure that whatever solution it is that you come up with will work long term. For example, I was working on a show where I was actually one of the hosts. And it was a very, very fun show to be a part of. But as my career was starting to build as a podcast producer, I started to have less and less time for it. And at the end of the day, if I'm wanting to be a professional, then I have to take into account my time and what it's worth and how much I actually need in order to live. And I actually had to take a backseat role to this show. I had to step away. And the solution, or at least how I went about it, was I was very upfront with where I was at. It wasn't malicious. It wasn't anything that I wanted to cause any fallout over. But in all actuality, it was not sustainable. There's that word again. For me to continue to be part of the full-time staff for this show. And so as a result, I took a backseat role and I was kind of phased out, which is exactly what needed to happen for the show to succeed. And as a result, we found a long-term solution that would work for the show to continue that met everyone's schedule and also met the staffing needs for what was going on. I was able to still contribute where I had the time and where I had the expertise to provide. They got what they needed, but also they were able to distribute the responsibilities around the rest of the crew. Address those things when they come up. But also make sure that whatever the solution is, it's going to be a long-term fit so you don't have the same problem again a month down the road, a week down the road. Number four is time. And I know we just talked about scheduling and sustainability and whatnot, but sometimes time actually pertains to the amount of time that the show takes up. As in an hour-long show versus a half-hour show, a bi-weekly show versus a weekly show or a monthly show or a daily show. Sometimes the time that your podcast is aired might need to change because you know that that time of day it's just not sustainable and you need another 12 hours to get everything done so an evening release makes more sense for you there is a show that i still work on but it was originally a half hour show that was on a bi-weekly schedule and it, it was a great show i'm actually a huge fan of this show and the audience was growing and really really enjoying the content but it turned out that the host was having a harder and harder time meeting that full half hour with the content that she had. She was stringing together four or five ideas per episode in order to make the time requirement, but it was really, really taking away from her experience, and she didn't really feel like she was doing the content justice, and she felt like there needed to be a change. So we had a conversation, and it turned out the best solution was to sit down and look over doing a weekly show with 15-minute episodes where she could do a deep dive into each single topic and just talk about it for 15 minutes and occasionally do a half-hour episode where it made more sense, kind of going back to that wheel-and-spoke uh, format that you all know that I love and I've talked about in past episodes. And that was a great solution. We changed when the show was being launched, how often it was being launched, how long each episode was, and the audience 
loved it. It was a win-win-win for everyone. She was still putting in the same amount of time for her show because she had everything mapped out, and she's still recording the same amount of content each month. It's just broken up in different ways, and it was a huge victory and a change that actually really needed to happen for the sake of the content. It was a wonderful solution. So keep in mind what you can do and the malleability of your show when it comes to how long, how short it is, how often it is, and when it is. Number five, as far as reasons that people feel like there needs to be a change for their show, is it may be that you want to experiment. Now hear me out on this one. When you decide to experiment, it is not necessarily a bad thing. I know that we are very what is it, Uh, resentful of change? Not resentful of change, resistant to change. And sometimes starting a podcast at all is a huge change and we're still getting used to it and figuring it out. I get it. I really, really get it. But don't immediately assume that experimenting is a bad thing. Again, example, last client, half hour show turned into a 15 minute show on a weekly basis. That was a great experiment that led to great growth. But also remember that if you're going to experiment, it might not work. Now, I've experimented in a number of different ways, and more often than not, it actually ends up working out really, really well, and it's a wonderful solution, and you'll learn, which, I mean, knowledge is very, very valuable. But whatever you do before you decide to go and commit to an experiment, make sure that you've counted the cost. Sit down, figure out what other shows are doing, figure out if it works over in that niche with that show, or if someone else in a parallel path to you has had success with it. Just don't go into it blind. Don't go into it just based off of your gut and no other research. Be a good steward of your show, but don't be afraid to experiment. Experimenting for experimentation's sake, if you're that kind of person, great. Just remember to count the cost first. It's still a valid reason to go ahead and change something about your show, but don't be reckless is what I would say. Number six and final for this list that I have for you today, we're going over time with this one. You found a better way or a new tool and it needs to be incorporated into your process. Now, this is kind of you've already found a solution and you just know that you need to incorporate it, so that's a good reason to make a change. And you're right, that is very self-explanatory. You found a new tool and it's going to be a major change, but it's also going to be a major benefit to you. It could be a new software, it could be a new hardware, it could be a number of different things. Just be ready to give yourself some time for the change to take place. I don't mean that you can't start today. I mean that you need to, one, measure out what the difference is going to be in your show as far as results. Maybe see what happens to your listener numbers and if there's any change with that using a new microphone or or using a new software or promotional material, etc., 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 before you make the judgment as to whether or not this change was successful But also give yourself time to implement it. Don't just expect to get the change right the first time with this new tool or this new product. Don't be afraid of new things. I have to tell myself that on a regular basis. But also don't be afraid to give yourself some time and to make mistakes along the way of your podcast journey with the new changes that you feel like you need to make for your show. 
That's all we have for today, guys. If this episode has been helpful to you, would you do me a huge favor? Be sure that you leave a five-star review wherever it is that you are listening. Also, if you are new, again, subscribe and connect with me if you have any questions or different topics you'd like me to address here on the podcast. New episodes release every Tuesday morning of every week. But until then, guys, I will talk to you again really, really soon.